It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and we record this on a Wednesday morning before I head out the door to practice. So unfortunately, we won't have uh, any fresh information in terms of who is practicing per se on this particular podcast, but we will have that as an addition to our Crossover Thursday edition of the Locked on Washington football team podcast with my friend and colleague Patricia Tranum of Locked on Giants. We will let you know about Brandon Sheriff. We will let you know about Kyle Allen. It is expected that both will practice on Wednesday for the Washington football team, and that is certainly good news. Now, with Sheriff, he is on IR. He's missed his requisite three games. We don't know if he's going to be ready to go for it this Sunday. Washington does have a window in which to activate him. Obviously, they would have to activate him back to the 53. Obviously, they would have to make a corresponding roster move. It really just depends on how he gets through this week and how he looks and if he can fully participate. I would think if he's a full go on Wednesday, then that's a really good sign. I would probably guess that he's going to be limited uh, and that we're going to take this thing all the way up until at least Friday, maybe even Saturday, when the team leaves for New Jersey in terms of finding out when and if Brandon Sheriff is going to be available. First, we tell you that we are brought to you by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses, guys, need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business or local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters visa everywhere you want to be official partner of the nfl so we thank visa for being aboard with us sorry for getting to that just a little bit late but always good to have Visa uh, in the house. All right, so here's the deal. Again, Allen expected to practice in some way, shape, or form. Don't know if he'll be full. Uh, Ron Rivera said Sunday and Monday that indeed he would start against the New York Giants on Sunday if he could practice and if he doesn't have any setbacks and if he's physically okay. That all makes sense, right? We're going to hear from Ron Rivera from Monday uh, his analysis and thoughts on the quarterback situation, uh, on the offensive game plan, on the defense, uh, what the Rams did, and kind of looking ahead. Uh, as Ron Rivera certainly starting to feel some heat and some pressure from uh, the media, fans, uh, with some confusing decisions, with some double messages, that type of thing. So we want you to be able to hear from the head coach of the Washington football team, Ron Rivera, which we'll do very, very shortly. Um, in case you missed it, again, Washington lost uh, – 
defensive end Jordan Brailford, who was on the practice squad, who was the last draft pick of the Bruce Allen era. In 2019, a seventh-round pick out of Oklahoma State, he was snapped up uh, by the Minnesota Vikings. So I'm sure there'll be some roster moves that come out here. Uh, One thing that I wanted to attack in this just quick opening segment before we get to Rivera is this notion. And, And we're not going to talk about the Giants a lot in this particular episode because Patricia and I cover uh, that on crossover Thursday. The notion that this is in a so-called easy part of the schedule is absurd. Now, is it easier than the Rams, the Ravens, the Browns on the road, the Cardinals on the road? Sure, absolutely. Is it easier? Absolutely. Easy is a completely different argument, a completely different way of saying things. It's easier It's not easy. And the second that anybody thinks this game is going to be easy is dumb on your part. It's not. Yes, the Giants are 0-5. No, there won't be fans in attendance, so there will be no, you know, road game true atmosphere. I got it. I understand it. I'm planning on being at MetLife Stadium as well in East Rutherford on Sunday, if all goes well between now and then. The bottom line is this. 0-5, 1-4, there is no easy. As a matter of fact, I would argue that based on certainly the last couple of weeks and overall, overall, I think if you took 0-5, 1-4, I think it's more than fair to say these two teams are, are pretty much dead even. Even though Washington has the one win that New York doesn't have, and that sounds somewhat absurd, The Giants, specifically in the last two games, in losses, um, heartbreaking losses, quite honestly, against the Rams on the road and against the Cowboys on the road, back-to-back weeks, two long road trips, they have played their butts off. They have played their butts off. They played hard in Chicago in week two. Week three against San Francisco and a beat-up Kyle Shanahan team, they were completely demoralized. Uh, That was a bad, 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 bad performance. Uh, Week one, uh, they lost, but they were, I think, mostly competitive. The point of the matter is, is that they've been really competitive against some of the better teams, I guess, or more talented teams, and they should have probably won at least one, if not two of these games. And if Washington, and trust me, I know the players aren't going to necessarily look at it this way, but media and fans are going to look at this and say, oh, this is the easy part of the schedule. Dallas with no Dak Prescott is up next. Uh, At home after this, you've got Detroit coming in. You've got the bye. You've got the Giants again. Uh, The Giants and the Washington football team are going to actually play twice in three games, but spread out over four weeks, assuming nothing changes with the schedule. And that's not exactly a safe assumption, but that's the current plan right now. But the notion that any game is easy, the notion that any game for this team is easy, the notion that Washington should be so much better than that is absurd. I mean, I saw somebody, I was surprised that the Giants were three and a half point favorites, early line favorites. Surprised. I, I mean, the Giants play better, especially the last couple of weeks. Now, that their record says they're not better, but they've played better. I've seen the games. I've watched the games. They've played better. So that's 
a message that Ron Rivera has to get across to his team. Uh, and media and fans have to understand that this is going to be a very, very difficult matchup, even without Lorenzo Carter, who's a big loss for the Giants, uh, one of their pass rushers, even without Saquon Barkley, who's obviously an enormous loss. Uh, the other thing, real quickly, is Le'Veon Bell was released by the New York Jets on Tuesday. I, I don't expect Washington to have uh, any legitimate concrete interest, but and I wouldn't sign Le'Veon Bell. But when you think about it, because Antonio Gibson is so raw, Bryce Love is on IR, and we don't know where Bryce Love is going to be when he comes off of IR and how long it's going to take to activate Peyton Barber's a complete non-factor since week one. When you think about it, right, it does make some sense. Here's the problem. Le'Veon Bell is a me-first type player. Yes, he got paid a ton of money, so maybe that reduces some of that me-first attitude from the Jets. I don't know. Maybe he's on a motive uh, mission to prove him. I, I don't know. Here's what I know. He was a bad fit with the Jets. The coach didn't want him. The GM and the ownership before took him. Uh, it was a bad, 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 bad marriage. He's at a position of diminishing returns. He's certainly taken a little bit of a pounding on his body. Um, he was willing to skip an entire year of his prime just because he wanted money. I, to me, that's not a guy that I want in my locker room in my building. I, I could be wrong on this. Um, I, I do get that there's some sort of a need here, some sort of an exploration that could make this offense short-term better. Le'Veon Bell is not the guy that I want to attach my wagon to. That's just me. All right, Ron Rivera coming up next from Monday, uh, where he met with reporters after a disappointing 30-10 loss to the Los Angeles Rams. That's coming up right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Good to have you guys with us right here. I'm Chris Russell for our friends at Pepsi. That's right. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Did you guys know they have a cooler of Pepsi and Diet Pepsi almost near my seat at FedEx Field? I hit that up eh, seven times a day. I can't make it through a Washington football game without Diet Pepsi. It just helps me get through the wretched performance. Yes, that's right. Um, so Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for you and me and those who watch the game. Pepsi, made for football watching, guys. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from our friends at Pepsi. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, it is Chris Russell with you right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Let's hear from head coach Ron Rivera, part one of two, from his Monday press conference. We haven't been able to play this for you. Now we want you to hear from the head coach as he tries to get his team right back on track 
this Sunday against the New York Giants. Yeah, I did. Uh, we had a good conversation about that. And I told him, hey, as long as, as, long as you're feeling well, um, you know, you, you've, um, I know he's, he was pretty sore. He'll be even more sore today. But as long as you're feeling well and we're ready to roll on Wednesday, he's our, he's our starter. Okay. And then as a, just a few defensive things. I, we asked Kendall Fuller basically about that touchdown that Robert Woods had and what was supposed to happen with him and Landon Collins. Just what were you seeing out there with that situation? Like what was supposed to happen defensively there? Well, we were in, uh, we were in our cover two coverage and uh, Landon was the half defender. Uh, Kyle was the, um, uh, Kendall was, excuse me, Kendall was the, um, was the, uh, was the flat defender. He was supposed to jam and widen. Uh, he did widen him. Um, and it looked like, uh, it looked like Landon had a bad angle. Uh, he made the break, but I thought his break was a little bit fat. I'd like to see him climb a little bit more on that break. And that's what it looked like to me. Ron, have you had a chance to talk with Alex and how did he feel coming out of the game? And did you see what you expected or wanted to see out of him? I did. I had an opportunity afterwards. Um, spent a little bit of time with him in the locker room, and uh, you know he felt good. Uh, I was I was I was pleased. I was excited for him. You know he he went out and had a good time. Um, it would have been a lot better if we could have protected a little bit more. Um, but I thought he handled it well. I, I thought he made some good decisions. Um, you know he, he made quick decisions. Got the ball out of his hands. Uh, it was tough. You know you you're, you're playing from behind. And the other team knows it. Uh, they changed their approach, and and, and uh, that's that that's tough. And I thought he handled it very well. And we'll see how he is. He he's going to be sore, but it is bet it's going to be a good kind of sore. Hey Ron, we saw um, Brandon Sheriff working off to the side uh, last week, and I think it's three weeks. The minimum are up. Do you expect him to practice this week at all? Well, we'll see. Um, I, I think he had a. Um, um, I think he's had a good couple of days uh, last week. And we'll see how he is um, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, and uh, we'll make a determination as we get into the week. And then, um, just with your overall offense performance in general, when you were hoping, when you made the quarterback switch last week, you kind of wanted um, to see that that jump. Obviously, the yardage wasn't there, but were there areas you identified that you you saw the quarterback change? Like, well, I thought I thought off. I saw it. I thought um, you know I thought the the scoring drive that. Uh, that Kyle led us on uh, was good. I, I thought he made good decisions. Um, he delivered a, a good ball for the most part. Um, and then unfortunately, the, the, the next time he had a little drive going, you know, he got knocked out uh, of the game. Um, but again, it, it's what we're looking for. Um, you know, he managed it well. And we'll see how things go if he's uh, healthy and ready to roll on Wednesday and see how it goes uh, this week. Hey, Ron, um, to the to follow up on the offensive struggles, particularly in the second half, you stated the previous week that part of the reason for making the quarterback change was making that run for the NFC East title. You started Kyle Allen in, in part for that. Then at halftime, he, when he's given the medical clearance, you stay with Alex and stayed with him yes. even through the offensive struggles. I guess I, you mentioned the, the, the being cautious with the injury, but how, how does that kind of factor in the cautious of injury versus making that run for the NFC East, as you had stated? Because I thought Alex is a, I think Alex is a very more than capable quarterback. I really do. Um, and again, it, it, it was a very difficult set of circumstances to be put into, um, to be playing from behind uh, when you're playing a very aggressive, good defense, especially one led by Aaron, Aaron Donald. I mean, the, the, you know, to me, that's, that's the tough part. And I don't know how much different it would have been if I had gone back to Kyle, uh, but I didn't want to see Kyle take another shot like that. So again, uh, that's why I made my decision to go the direction I did. And you stated last night that you 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 would believe that Kyle would start week uh, start this upcoming game. Is that still uh, still a play in your mind? 
As of now, yes. Um, you know, unless I'm told anything different uh, come Wednesday morning, you know, that's the way I look at it. Hey, Ron, uh, with some time to think about it um, and maybe watch the tape, do you, you guys think you did um, a good enough job trying to establish the run either in the first half or in the second half? I know some of it is is, is game and score dictated, but uh, they had come in struggling uh, to stop the run. And I think you only ran uh, 12 natural times. Yeah, well, it's difficult when you, again, you get behind. You know, we had some struggles on the defensive side, uh, you know, and, 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 and you, I mean, if you look at the flow of the game and look at the way the game was, it's hard to establish the run when, when, when you can't, you, 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 you can't get a foothold going when you, 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 you're behind. I mean, it's just, it's difficult. And that's exactly what happened in my opinion. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with the, the way the game was called for us. Um, I, we struggled uh, because of the situation. Hey, Ron. Um, you know, I was wondering about the conditions of yesterday with the rain and all and with what the, the Rams defense was doing. How much could you assess Alex's escapability? Or, I mean, and, and with the rust and everything, too, is, it, is that really a good game to judge that, uh, you know, where he is with that? Yeah, I thought it was just because you saw some pretty good movement. You saw him get away a couple of times, get into position. Um, th- th- it was hard. I mean, it was, again, go back to, the, you know, if you watched, I just got done watching the tape, too. Um, and you watch the things that they did and the situation we were in, it, 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 it's very difficult to have success, uh, in that type of situation. Is that more important right now, his escapability or the taking the hit, which one did you want to see more? Were they both things you wanted to see? I think they're both things that were good to see. I didn't want to see it, um, but they were good things to see. What's your vision, uh, for Dwayne Haskins, uh, this season or in the future with the team? Well, I, I, I see him, you know, doing what he did on Friday. I, I know Wednesday and Thursday were difficult days for him. Um, I get that. But Friday he came in, um, you know, was, was tentative, uh, attentive in the meetings, did a nice job coming out to practice, you know, did his mimicking in terms of standing back, watching, you know, going through some of his actions, watching the plays. That's all. I, that's what I expect for him to continue to learn and grow. And, you know, as we, as we continue to get into this and we get further down the road, who knows what's going to happen, but, you know, that's what's the expectation. This is no different than the expectation for any other player. And that's to be in the meetings, uh, learning, studying, being out of practice, learning, studying, participating. Um, that's what I expect of all of our players. All right, that is part one of head coach Ron Rivera. Thanks to WashingtonFootball.com for making that available for us. When we come back, we will wrap it up with the head coach of the one in four Washington football team as they head to East Rutherford, New Jersey to take on the New York Giants, and Joe Judge, who come in at 0-5. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell with you for our friends at Built Bar. We told you about Built Go the other day. We've told you about Built Bar for months now. Built Bar is awesome. Six new flavors, 18 flavors overall, including nut and non-nut flavors. The six new flavors, you got caramel brownie. Oh, yum. God, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Mmm, some fall flavors there for the season that we're in. Twelve original flavors, including peanut butter. God, I love peanut butter. Mint brownie uh, and peanut butter brownie. How good does that sound? Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, easy to chew. And here's the best part, guys. 
They're not bad for you like a normal chocolate bar is, like a normal candy bar is. They're great for the health-conscious dude, which is probably you. And I try and be as well. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high in protein, high-fiber. They taste Great. They're great for any diet. Go get your Built Bar now. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order, fellas. Use the promo code Locked On for 20% off. That's a great deal at BuiltBar.com. We talk about football on this podcast, and the Washington football team, not always easy to talk about. Trust me. But you know what's not easy to talk about? That's ED. Erectile dysfunction. Usually we brush it off. We don't want to talk about it. It can be awkward, embarrassing. Uh, We can blame it on ourselves. But Roman is here to get you guys the advice and help you need with absolutely no shame. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. That's right, guys. No doctor visits, no nothing. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best uh, treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. How great is that? The whole process, straightforward, upfront, simple, discreet. Getting started is simple, as we just mentioned. Just go to roman.com slash locked on and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete that online visit today. Just go to Roman, getroman.com slash locked on. That's getroman.com slash locked on to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and the free two-day shipping. Again, that's GetRoman.com slash LockedOn for $50 off your first month of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. All right, wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast right here on this midweek edition. Again, crossover Thursday with Patricia Trana coming up. We finish it up with the head coach of the Washington football team, Ron Rivera. Hey, Ron, when you guys got down versus the Eagles, you told, told us that you liked there's no bickering on the sideline. You liked that mindset. Where is the collective team's mindset now after four straight pretty rough losses? Disappointed. I mean, it, but let's look at who we lost to. Everybody we lost to has a winning record. So we're playing good football teams, and 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 that's the big thing. And, and that's what we're working to be is one of those kind of teams. Um, I think that there was huge disappointment because we had some opportunities. Uh, defensively, we had some third downs that we didn't stop them on, and the players know that. Uh, offensively, we had some plays that we didn't we didn't quite make and we didn't convert. That's the, that's the disappointment. Uh, we didn't play up front as, much, as well as we would like to offensively. So there's some things that we have to get worked on. We have to get shored up, and we got to get better at. It. But again, the disappointment is that we didn't play as better and that is to me a positive because the players know that and as for your evaluation at free safety has anything changed after watching the film where do you expect to go with that position well i'll sit down and talk with the defensive coaches and see how they feel and and the direction they want to go with that you've had some time to kind of digest the significance of alex smith playing in a football game again uh, obviously basically his comeback story is now complete from what happened to, to finally getting back into a game. Uh, what does that do, I guess, from an inspirational standpoint? I mean, big picture here. I mean, this is like Hollywood type stuff of, you know, Alex getting back into a football game. And what does that do for you personally? Because you have a personal fight of your own and maybe you can draw strength from him completing his comeback story in a way. Well, I think it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, I really do. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him that he got the opportunity to go out there and do it. 
Um, and I'm also glad to see that he's capable of doing it because he, he gives us another viable option at quarterback. Um, and, you know, for, for, for anybody that's struggling with anything in life, that, that's a great example. You, you look at a guy like Alex and you look at what he's gone through over the last couple of years and not just for him, but it's for his family. I thought that was really cool to see his wife and his kids cheering the way they did. Um, I wish we could have given them more to cheer about, um, you know, and, and I wish we could have played better as a football team. Ron, you've talked a couple times about your frustration on, on third downs on, on defense. And, and I know they were getting some third and medium, third and short yesterday. The, the numbers, I, I guess you guys are, are technically a top 10 defense in terms of average yards that the offense has faced and, and conversion percentage you're allowing. I wonder, like, what's specifically on third down that, that uh, is frustrating you and, and maybe you're not seeing the progress that you'd like? Well, you know, again, it's to me, it's when you when you have something, you know, you have a job to do, do your job, understand what your job is. And, and, and that seems to be a little bit of the problem right now is that some guys don't understand how to play with leverage. You know, by that, we mean knowing where your help is. If your help is inside, then you should play your guy outside to in. If you're if your help is outside, then you should play it from inside to out. And sometimes it looks like we're not where we need to be. And that's the frustrating part because, you know, it, it's, it's something that I see the coaches working on. I see it's something that the players are, 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 are practicing, but we've got to take what we're being taught, what we're doing and transfer that from the practice field to the game field and go out and execute. Um, and then from our perspective as coaches, we got to take a look at what we're calling and say, okay, is what we're doing the best thing? Are we giving them an opportunity to be successful? Because we have to look at it too and say, maybe we can't do those things. Maybe we did need to do something different. Um, and that's all part of the evaluation that we will go through. We'll self-scout. We'll look at those things and say, you know what, maybe we're better off just with this. So we've got some work to do, obviously. Um, and, and it's not going to be easy. I didn't expect us to come in, but Again, you know, we've got we've got three more games left in this quarter. These three games, I think, are games that we have to take the approach that we can win. We got to play them one at a time and see what happens. And, and you talked about you know wanting to see that leverage from the safeties and, and the linebackers specifically yesterday. And, and obviously, we know that you're evaluating free safety, but in, in other positions across those two groups, uh, do you feel like you know you just need improved consistency, or would you like to see maybe more competition at those positions in practice? I'd like to see a little bit more of that. I I, I don't mind seeing the competition because I think it makes everybody better. But I do also want to see consistency in our play. You know, we we've done some really good things. We we make some plays, but we don't sustain our success. We get them into a third and long, and we have a chance to come downhill and make a break on a ball. And, and it was a terrific break, but we got there early. And unfortunately, we got a penalty, and it was a first down. I mean, if we, if we get there early, we should make a play on the ball. And if we make the play on the ball, they're punting. You know, so again, those are the types of things that we've got to be able to be better at because we have to sustain the success. You know, you stop them on first down. You get them into a second and long. Now, all of a sudden, it's third and long. We don't convert. That's not sustained success. That's not consistency, and we've got to get better at that on both sides of the ball. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Hey, Ron, I'm curious with Kyle Allen, was there a play in his time that jumped out to you for whatever reason that you just said that's kind of what we're looking for, the way he handled the situation or a play? Well, you can say the scramble for the touchdown was one of those plays. But there was, I'm trying to remember exactly the play, but he was, he stood tall in the pocket and delivered a, a really good throw through the middle for, 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 for a, uh, for a conversion. And that's what you're looking for. And, and that's what you want 
and he did a good job at that. And and but again, you know, to me, you you could say the scramble for the touchdown because again, he saw man coverage. Okay, he saw the the, the defenders had their backs turned, and he knew it was an opportunity to tuck the ball and run. And 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 that was a good decision on his part. On the um, on the fourth and one early in the game, obviously a very defensible decision to punt it. Uh, you know, probably caught some of us off guard because of your reputation and yep. having previously this season chosen to go for it in those situations. Can you break that one down for us? It was a long fourth and one. If it had been a, a little bit inside, and you know, we could have gone for it. Um, it was right around the forty yard line. I did think about it. that's why I asked him to measure it so I could see it. Um, and it was a little bit longer than I, 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 uh, I appreciated. Um, I did go for it on another fourth and one, and obviously it was incomplete. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's those situations where you look at it and, you you know, and, and I don't know, it just it was a little bit longer than I, 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 I would have appreciated. And that's going to do it for us on today's episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. And that's going to do it for us right here on the – midweek edition of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Coming up, Patricia Trena, Locked on Giants, crossover Thursday. Thanks to WashingtonFootball.com for making the sound available for us. Thanks to Ron Rivera. Thanks to you for listening, downloading, checking out the podcast, and keeping up to date with the Washington football team. I'm Chris Russell. You can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can follow the podcast at LockedWFTPod at LockedWFTPod. But make sure you check out at Russellmania621 because I'm able to keep that updated much more frequently. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.